Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 197, which is a song by the Norwegian alternative rock group Major Parkinson. I am Trey, joined, as always, by Cameron, Dylan, and Tucker. How are we doing, boys? We're going to have a good show. We're going to have a good show tonight, I think. Yeah, yeah, we, we're, we're gonna excited. We're going to have a great show tonight. We got some good, Damn, good topics. Damn, I can hear your TV. Yeah, somebody's, oh, my bad. somebody's TV, somebody mute themselves when you're not speaking, if you're watching Dancing with the Stars or the playoff game. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Winners and losers. Uh, off the rip, the poll. Someone's on a little bit of a heater, and that someone is Dylan, taking home another point. I believe that's three in a row. Is that three in a row, baby? Yeah. Let's go. Getting very, very hot, and it's starting to get uncomfortable for Cam, who had a massive lead this entire season. And now Dylan's within five with, you know, yeah. five, eight weeks to go, eight, eight to eight to 10 weeks to go. I don't know exactly, but that's, I mean, people are calling. So, so people are calling for Dylan stealing my signs. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, a collusion aspect to it. I've also heard now this is, this is from the, the deep depths of our fan group. People are starting to call me frauds. Fraud watch is, I think, the term being used. We're, we're going to be... We also, just... speaking of our fans, I haven't shouted out yet to the one guy in Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan that's just ripping through episodes. Oh, it's Looked flying. at the analytics the so other day. So I told all of, so many told more all of Lindsay's friends oh. about, uh, about that guy as well, who has the big red dot on our map. Yeah. And uh, shout out that guy. Away. He can't get enough. Get on Twitter, buddy. Get in the DMs. Message me. Yeah, well, get on Twitter, and we'll get we'll get you on the show for the Canadian takes. We need them. Um, other winners and losers: uh, the San Francisco 49ers lost this weekend. Um, so I guess that this isn't a winner or loser, but this just clears up Dylan's take. They are your Super Bowl champions. Correct. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to the Niners, Super Bowl champions. Um, any other takes that we can think of? Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to say the whole podcast is a loser. Oh, yes. The Ways It Takes Parlay. Yes, I forgot about that. The Ways It Takes Parlay, for the first time ever, went totally defeated. Uh, 0-4, nobody got it right. Uh, I don't know who sent out the tweet. It was not me that said. I did. You're just as like, you know, the odds are the same to go 0-4 as uh, 4-0. So, you know, we, we reversed it. But that sends the Thank you with a grain of salt, gents. Yeah, so we like we're due. It's just um, as hard. It's just as hard. Yeah, I did send out that tweet mid work. Um, and uh, you know, it's just kinda to keep the fellow spirits up. So we'll we'll have a we'll have a good one this week, I feel it. Like, I mean if people week. would get involved and follow us, like or fade us. You could have faded that and made yeah, a nice I love little- Chunk of change, yeah. If you're not fading, if you're not fading, the fade you can't help Tucker it. movement was big last year. Yeah, fade Tucker movement got involved, but the fade wasted takes parlay is, is not. We've not heard from them. Um, overall, we're one and six. Tucker sitting at four and three. Myself at three and four. The worst gambler in the country. Cam drawing dead even, three one and three. And I will say, I might, be, three. I might be right around five hundred in the parlay. Overall, you're, I am a hot gambler. Huh? I've been hot gambling. Are you 3-1-2? Th- 
That would make more sense. How many weeks have no, we done three, every two, week? and one, you mean? No, one I've is... I've tied twice. Oh, I've three, two, twice. and one. That's what it is. Three, two, no, and two. No, I've pushed twice. Three, two, and two. Oh, we have... Okay. Okay. Cam's three, two, and two, and Dylan's four, and three. Um, that, that math doesn't add up. Does it? Yes, it does. I mean, I'm if it's seven weeks. Nice. I'm sorry, I'm stupid. <laughs> Come on. You're confusing me. My bad, my bad. Dylan started hot. What were you, Dill? 3 0, 4 0? Dropped three straight? I think 4 0, yeah. Yeah, dropped three straight. Gone ice cold. Uh, Yeah, we're not doing well. But, you know, we're going to cook some things up. There's a line that I love right now that I don't think we can bet. But there's a line that I love. We'll we'll get into it. Um, Anything else outside of us being just bad at gambling? All right. I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Waste takes. Uh, I think the Vikings are the Vikings back alive. Can we start betting the Vikings again? We, I think we discussed this last week. Yes, we're going to allow we, it until we, they screw us. And they cover us. it again. Until they screw we us, yes, cover. we can bet them. It is allowed. I don't know if I'll be doing it, um, but I will accept it as part of the parlay. I just won't be picking them because I hate them. Um. All right, waste takes. Anybody got a good one? Yeah, I can go first here. Um, I'm I'm in between two here, and I'm actually going to lean towards my Vikings take. Now, I hate the Vikings more than most, as you guys know. They've let me down personally time and time again. They let me down last night by covering. And, uh, I cannot be on the same page as this team. So if I can curse them more than ever right now, I'd love to do it. The Vikings are going to win the NFC North. Now, it's not much of a wasted take, I guess. Um, but that's the take. I'm not going to say they're going to win a playoff game. I'm not going to say anything like that. I'm going to say the Vikings are going to win the NFC North. As of right now, I think they're 3-5, uh, 3-4. 3-4. 3-4. Three and four, the the Lions are five and two and, and looking a heck of a lot better, um, you know, overall. But the Lions have been a dead, dead favorite. Justin Jefferson's been out, and the, the Vikings are still winning. So my ways to take, call it soft, whatever you will, because they're down two games, and that's not really that much with over half the season left. Um, my take is simple. It's t- the Kirk Cousins stays. He's the Vikings' future. Um they, they love him up there, by the way. Everybody in Minnesota loves him. I don't know anyone that wants him out. Um, the Vikings will win the NFC North this year. I think it passes the wasted threshold because they are uh, under 500 and the Lions have looked good. Um, man, I, I hate the Vikings as well. Um, not a fan. And that division really is just a two-team race because the, the Packers are not good and the Bears are a disaster, as we know. Um, so it's going to come down to our Lions frauds, which I think we're going to touch on later. Uh, we declared them not frauds last week, which may have been a bit premature. Um, are they are they frauds and are the Vikings going to be able to bounce back? The thing that worries me about the Vikings being able to bounce back is some of those injuries. Um 
I don't know how banged up they are everywhere else, but obviously missing Jefferson has uh, hurt them. And they're on the Creed train right now, which is interesting. So obviously the big story with Creed has been the Rangers and now the Vikings have followed suit. They're playing Creed for the past couple of weeks and that's uh, propelling the victory. So how long can Creed propel them? I think the Creed magic ends after the World Series, um, especially if the tech, uh, the Rangers end up winning it, they'll use up all the magic. So I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say the Creed, the Creed is Creed is the only thing keeping them up right now. And uh, once the World Series is over, that that Creed magic is going to go away. So I think, and I also think the Lions. You know, they had a bad week, but I still think they're a pretty good team. Uh, maybe a, a little overrated, um, but I, I think that they will they will pull it out. Talk. I'll tell you what, I, I do love Jared Goff. And people forget that he went to a Super Bowl. People do forget Nonetheless, him. he, I mean, by Kyle Lowry, he was there. He didn't win it. Um, he didn't do anything at all to help his team um, in, in the actual game that mattered the most. I'll say that. But he had a heck of a season that year. And he brought him there. Uh, yeah, people do. I, I, like Jared, I like Jared Goff, too. I think he's really good. Uh, Tuck? Um, I agree. I think they win. I think they're the best team in the division. Um, I strongly do believe that. Um, and I could 100% see it happen. I think the power of Creed goes beyond that. I think that's really what it tri- is going to trickle down to. How long can Creed be magical? Uh, Dale, you're a big Creed guy. Um, I the Vikings are, as we know, are hit and miss. I hate them. Um, this seems to be a type of season where they could, like they do often, sneak back. Um, I think it comes down to uh, being staying healthy with like Jefferson's out, obviously. Um, so they got to stay healthy and they need to involve acres more and more and more as much as they can. They involved him a lot more, uh, was that last night? Right. Um, but yeah, Matheson is, is just Mr. Fumble stinks. And Kurt is Kurt cousins. And so yeah, they need Jefferson back. Um, the defense held up. Well, yesterday against kind of a, a weird 49ers offense the whole game. So, I don't know. It's hit or miss. I mean, they could win the division, what, a 10-7 and seven maybe if um, Lions fumble the bag, which is within the realm of possibility. So, there's a chance. I like it, Cam. It's wasted enough. I'll, I'll go for it. Have they played each other yet? I don't think they have. I don't think so, no. So, they got two games to go against each other. So that'll be interesting. I mean, I don't think you can pick that game. Um, I just think uh, interdivisional. I think there's no way you can pick a winner between those two teams right no. now. It'll be a it'll be a two and a half point or two point one way or the other. Whoever's home team, they have not played. Yeah, so they got two games left. So it's interesting. They play the last week of the season and the third to last. That week could of be a season. huge game. Could come down to that. Maybe, maybe the Vikings the last bring out Creed. They go. 
the Vikings go Lions, Packers, Lions to end it. Oh God, that's awful. Is the is the last game of the season in Minneapolis? No, it's at Detroit. Oh, Lions win. No, they can't get Creed to perform. Let's go there. Let's go there. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I got to take – this one's been mulling around in my mind for a couple weeks now, and I'm ready to commit to it. Um, So we've heard a lot about this quarterback class coming in. Uh, We have the take that uh, eight eight quarterbacks going in the first round. We have the take that the – that this will be the best quarterback class of all time. And uh, obviously there's a guy at the top of the class that's kind of been at the front of the group for the past year-ish, Caleb Williams. I think Caleb Williams is a bust. That's the take. And I'll I'll give you my reasoning. Um, First of all, you know, you, you, you look at some of his antics recently. He paints his nails, which is whatever. Do whatever. Just doesn't strike me as an NFL quarterback type move. Um, and then you had the whole thing with the kid running on the field uh, and getting in his face. Now, that is a, a bitch move from the kid. Like, stupid. Don't get in the other team's face. It's whatever. He's, I think it's funny. I mean, it's funny, but, like, it's it's kind of dumb. Like, it, it, it's, it's stupid. Um, sorry. Um, but Caleb Williams came out. He was asked about it. Um, and... He said the classic line that is lions don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep, which is just a meme. You don't say that seriously ever. That is a LeBron quote. It strikes me as LeBron-esque. The third thing is, of course, we've talked about this a little bit. He came out and said that he only will want to – his dad said that he's only going to want to go to five teams. Um, and – then he's talking about wanting ownership in this team. Now, this is impossible because of the collective bar- bargaining agreement, which I didn't know because I made the take opposite that Brady was going to own the Dolphins and play for them. Um, but that strikes me as a character issue. That's a me guy. That's I want ownership to take in the team. I don't care about the team. I just want to be an owner. Um, so I don't like that. And finally, the most important thing, he's not good against quality opponents. He's never beaten Utah. Uh, lost to them three times, including this past weekend. He, in his 23 starts versus non-top 25 teams, he has a 70 completion percentage, 317 yards a game, 78 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. Unbelievable numbers. Fantastic numbers against crap. Versus the top 25, he has five starts, a 51.4 percentage, 172 yards a game, six touchdowns, six interceptions. This reminds me of the Trey Lance kid, the Zach Wilson kid. Yes, they're athletes. This guy is a freak athlete. But they haven't played great competition. In Trey Lance's case, he barely played at all and then played in a D2 program. And in Zach Wilson's, he was at BYU and just didn't play good good teams. Just beat up on crap teams. This strikes me as this kid. He doesn't have the right mentality. He's a me guy. He's a bit of a wimp. And he stinks against quality opponents. This kid's a bust. I'm telling you right now, he will not be the best quarterback in the class. 
he might turn out to be a decent quarterback. But he is being heralded as the second coming of Christ, as we've all heard. And this take definitely isn't influenced by the fact that the Patriots probably played themselves out of the number one pick this weekend. I actually don't, I, I have said before when the, when we were in a position to draft a guy, I'd rather have May. Um, I can confirm that he did say that. I don't I like. disagreed wholeheartedly from the beginning. I, I don't like a lot of the quarterbacks in this class. Phoenix or Penix, I just like to call him Phoenix because it's funny. Phoenix is a lefty. <laughs> I don't like him. Shadur, me guy, college collegey quarterback, not a pro. I don't know enough about Ewers, but nobody talks about him, so I assume he sucks. The Michigan kid sucks. Um, all these guys suck. I only like Drake May. He's the only one I like. Um, but Caleb Williams is a bust. That's my take. Can't play against good t- good schools, but then Drake May loses to Virginia. Okay, like fa- that's a fair Virginia. point. Maybe he sucks now. No, no, no. I'll, can I respond to this first? Because I have a couple. I, I, I took notes, actually, during what you were saying. Okay, go um, ahead. I have come off of Caleb Williams uh, as of late for the reasons, uh, mostly what you say. But I am definitely not bust, bust uh, driven on him yet. So the first thing you said here is that he can't beat good teams. Well, he, he can. Last year, he, he beat Notre Dame, he beat UCLA, he beat some ranked teams. The thing is, he puts up numbers, right? Right. The defense at USC, if they were a little bit better, he'd probably, you know, maybe make the playoffs last year. This year, there's a couple of games that, that are a little bit more on him. Um, so here's what I think he needs. I don't think there's any good QB coaching. I think he's playing strictly off talent right now. And that's what a lot of college players do. A lot of college programs don't hire QB coaches. They just get the best recruits for that position, and they don't need them to coach because they can win you football games as it is. I think if Caleb Williams is to get drafted – number one, as he will, and sit behind somebody like these generational talents have. Patrick Mahomes, the prime example. If they can sit behind somebody for a year, a half of a year, a couple of games, just to learn underneath somebody, he will be great. Next thing you said, um, he's calling for ownership. He's saying, I only want to go to a couple of teams. I don't like it either. I think it's it's braggy. I hate when the dads were involved. It reminds me of LeVar Ball, and those kids all suck. Exactly. Um, they're fine, but, you know. Um, LaMelo's pretty good. LaMelo's good. LaMelo's, LaMelo's good. good. Uh, the the old good. Lonzo sucks, and LaMelo and Angelo is actually actually horrible. Um, but you got to remember that, that there's two guys that actually just said no to their draft pick. John Elway and Eli Manning both said no, nah, no. Nah. I, I, I don't want to go there. Sorry. And then they just went out elsewhere. That's the most arrogant decision you can ever make. And they did it and it worked out for them. So I don't I don't hold too much weight on that. Uh, the last thing I'll mention, and, and this isn't anything to do with him, it's uh, the NFL is already going to have his back no matter what. The NFL is already looking at this kid as the, as the new uh, poster child for the league. They're going to have a... Bryce Young was never that guy. 
I mean, it was always him, maybe Stroud, and, and they were kind of honed in on a couple of people. Mahomes, Burrow still has it a little bit. Um, the the guys like that, Caleb Williams, the NFL is already tweeting about Nick Wright, who, who I hate Nick Wright. Uh, oh, there the we go. Oh no, already has Caleb Williams in the top five QBs in the NFL as a college player. That's insane. They are so going to have his back, no matter what, that he is bound to not be Andrew Marcus Russell, no matter what. So I think there's too many things that can go right for him. I actually don't love him as much as I, I did, you know, even two weeks ago on the pod. I think he's I think he's unbelievably talented. There's no doubt about it. He's the most talented quarterback in the class. Uh, if he can sit behind a, a guy like an Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes situation with Andy Reid as the coach, it, it can't get better than that. If if somehow he gets a Sean Payton. With the Russell Wilson as as a quarterback sitting behind him, Denver's going to be a force. But I don't know many other situations that he fits in where he's going to be able to do that. They're going to start him too early. He's going to be a top 14 quarterback, maybe. Lost. Sorry, that was long. Tuck, you disagree as well. I do. Strongly. Um, I don't like him. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, he's cool, he's anything. He's a loser. I hate him. I don't I, I don't think he's a bust at all. He's going to be really good in the NFL, and it's going to bother me. I, I, uh, and that's all I got. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, do I want him? Yes, but I hate him at the same time. But he's gonna be so good. He would dude. not. He would not. He's gonna be in, so good. He would not NFL. work out in New England. There's no chance. Um, he would work out anywhere he goes. He'll work out on the Bears. Yeah, we've heard this type of stuff before, though. All right, Dale. Oh, oh, no. Who is? Who have they been this high about? That has not worked out. I'll wait. I mean, every I remember year. Trey the, top, thinking he was gonna be. the top quarterback no, no, every no, year. No, no, no. There's a few prospects that have gotten this type of hype. Trevor Lawrence did. Andrew Luck did. That's the two no, in recent memory that no, I can think I don't think, that I don't think anyone's gotten this hype. I don't think anyone has. I, I think, think uh, I think Trevor Lawrence had more hype than this kid. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence had, I'd say, similar hype. Trevor Lawrence he as a freshman got hype. I think Caleb's the highest hype quarterback ever. No, I disagree. I think I've Trevor Lawrence beat I, I made the take that. Um, that Burrow was going to be the best since Andrew Luck. That would not work out for me. But uh, Trevor Lawrence was big. Caleb is more big. I Fair. know it, for a fact it's because, it's because that's Caleb not true. The bigger deal. Trevor Lawrence didn't say anything. Trevor Lawrence just put his head down. I'm telling game. you it's not true because I pay the same amount of attention every year to college football and I knew about Trevor Lawrence from his freshman year. I heard about this kid last fall. Was the first time I heard his name. That's that's true. I oh, not me. I knew him at Oklahoma. Yeah, but you're a college football. Yeah, man. I also knew about him at Oklahoma. You're you guys are more tapped in. I'm telling you right now, Lawrence had more hype. Uh, Dill. Um, Trey, I would tend to agree with you. Um, this is kind of like a, a hair take. Um, and you know how much I love that take from. Years ago, by now, um, 
it's in the same vein of, you know, people that, I don't know if they care too much about their brand, their image, their style, their whatever, as opposed to just like being a good teammate and playing really good in their sport. It's just a thing that irks me the wrong way. Um, and oftentimes there are guys that can get past that and be the best and that, but most of them aren't. Uh, maybe he's, he's the one that, one of those ones that, you know, can still play, uh, very well and be one of the best players in the league. But I don't know. Um, I think he's overrated. Uh, I'll I'll, sit, I'll put it at that. I think he's overrated. Uh, I don't know if it's bust worthy, um, but I I don't think we're gonna be, you know, screaming and crying about this guy next season if he's starting. I think he's just gonna be another guy. I just want to remind everybody on this podcast. I have a pretty good track record of picking the best QBs out of the class. Missed with Mac Jones, but I never told you that Trevor Lawrence was gonna be bad. Except for afterwards, I said it during the season as a way to take. But during the draft cross process, I said he's he's a, a guaranteed hit, and I told you Mac Jones was the best. Ended up being probably the second best. Um, I told you Zach Wilson sucks. I told you Trey Lance sucks. I told you this year Stroud was going to be the best quarterback in the class. He has been so far. So I my, I'm going with my gut here, and my gut is telling me that uh, this kid's not going to be it. So. All right, uh, Dylan or Tuck, do you have a take? I do. Okay, go uh, And it's a hot one. Um, mine's about playoffs, MLB playoffs. And I think it's a waste of take. I think the Philadelphia Phillies will not only make the World Series, but they will break the record for most home runs in a World Series ever. This team's hot. This team is currently down 3-2 in the seventh inning. In game seven. Just like this hat. The Doesn't get more wasted. We're going to find out tonight. I mean, <laughs> we're going to have the first time in podcast that the, a take could be proven wrong. This and I, have take a I love these talkers. Uh, they will hit the most home runs in a World Series. What's the record? Don't care. Could be 20. Love it. Love it. Every game of theirs goes seven games. Every series goes seven games. So it's not like it's going to be a sweep where you're not going to have any shot at it. You know you're going to get there. So, yeah, All right. So I just I looked think. it up. The actual the Tampa Bay Rays have the record. They didn't win it. They, didn't, they? they made the, the World Series in 2020, right? Um. They blasted yeah, they 30, 34 home runs in 2020. In the postseason. series or in the playoffs? In the, the whole post, in the postseason. Okay. I was going to say, there's no the way they right? hit 34 in the no, series. World series. Mine was the World Series alone, but I like... Oh, oh okay. I got you. No, they, they could be on track <laughs> with the postseason record, too. No, maybe not. I think I mean, they 30, are on 34 is unbelievable. They Jesus. probably have about 20. Yeah, that's not enough. Higher. That's not nearly enough. 34. They I believe lost. they're at 20. <laughs> they did not win. I think, that was, I think is the number is 24. That was the COVID Kobe Bryant Memorial 2020 season. Yeah, the pitching is not as good as we thought it was here. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, Tucker, I'm going to go ahead and start off. I, I absolutely love this take. Uh, go Snakes. By the way, go Snakes. Because uh, the Diamondbacks is too long. It's too much of a mouthful. D-backs. Let's just make it easy. Let's call them the Snakes. The Arizona Snakes. It just fits more more into one word, one syllable. Uh, go Snakes. I came up with that, I think. I'm going to trademark that. Um, now, <clears throat> as far as the home run take go, if they win tonight, Tucker, I will tell you what. I will root for the Phillies because I don't like teams from Texas. So I will root for the Phillies. I will root for this take going forward. But they won't win tonight, unfortunately. Unfortunately for your take. Um, go Snakes. Dale? Um, no, the D-backs win this game. I told you guys that about an hour and a half ago when they were down by one. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, full on board with the Diamondbacks. Um, the quick side note, I didn't even know the Diamondbacks were a team. And it was like 2002 and Shea Hillenbrand got traded to the Diamondbacks for a bucket of popcorn and a vending machine and that was when it's like oh he's on the Diamondbacks I was like he might have been he might as well have been in Siberia I had no idea what that meant I'm just upset I would never see him again the three of us went to a Red Sox Diamondbacks game we did there was a span where every Red Sox game I went to was against the Diamondbacks for some reason it was like three in a row which is wild and they just got another hit um I love the take Tuck uh, I agree. I think they uh, they win it in exciting fashion tonight, probably on a home run. Bryce Harper probably pimps a three-run job. A walk-off home run to go to the World Series. Yeah. Can I just include a take real quick? I'm going to sneak a take. Cattell uh, Marte is up to bat right now. Uh, he's going to hit a two-run shot right now to beat Bryce Harper. Looks like he just grounded out. So. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fielder's choice, not a ground out. Um, I think they do this. I think they are an electric team. The D-backs are frauds. They have Evan Longoria playing for them, who Cam and I were discussing this before the podcast. Probably would have guessed he retired in 09. Would have been my guess. Yeah, 13. 13 is what I would have said. <laughs> 13 Eva? at the Eva? absolute latest. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he the one that uh, has that fake video of him catching oh, the baseball? Oh, No, he's good. Marte is still alive in the at-bat. Oh. All right, this would be a crazy turn of events if he did pin no, shin ground this. Um, no, yeah, they. I mean, that's how the Phillies score runs. They are not a methodical baseball team. They are not a small ball team. They get up and they pimp dingers. Uh, Nick Castellanos, otherwise known as the Harbinger of Doom, uh, it's been a great month for him with everything going on in the world. Just whipping dingers. Someone to die. Harbinger of Doom. You're gonna need Tucker some. Awful event to take place during the World Series, and uh, Castellanos might do it alone. The record is 14 from an article I'm reading that's a little old, um, but it's telling me 14 by the Astros in 2017. Game Series went six games. So um, I think they're absolutely capable of doing that. They've hit like six in a game multiple times. So uh, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, all right, Dill. Astros 14, 2017. Snakes are about to hit, get two runs in right now. Did he just did he just hit a double? Yeah. 
Oh, he yeah. hit it off the wall in deep right center and doubled. <laughs> at the same time. Loser cam. Loser cam. <laughs> yeah, loser cam. Um, could have been better. Uh, okay, finally. 16 straight going for an hour. Um, we're switching back to football. Um, the Chargers. We talked about the Chargers a little bit last week. Um, about how they're just the Chargers and they're they funny. got close and they lost by three. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Justin Herbert came into the league. First season, um, he went six and nine. I believe is what this thing says. Yeah. Uh, six and nine. Then in 2021, um, he was selected to the Pro Bowl and went nine and eight. And the following season went, this was last year, 10 and seven. And this year started out the season in two and four. Um, all in all, he's got a losing record, 27-28. The guy is, the guy peaked and he came back down. I don't blame him. I think he's a, a good quarterback. A lot of talent. Um, I think he's being wasted away on the Chargers. They have him signed till 2029. He, he signed like a five-year extension after like, I, I think it was last year. Maybe it could have been mid-season. I don't remember. Uh, he'll be 31 at that time. But given the Chargers and who they are as an organization, what they are as a team, how much, how little they've kind of accomplished in the past, I don't know. Ever. Seven, ten years. I mean, I remember them being, like, kind of a struggle for the Patriots a little bit years, years back um, in the playoffs. Not really. We beat them every time, I think. But it was always, like, a close game. Yeah. It was always like, oh, we got to play the Chargers. going to hate playing the Chargers. Always crushed them. Never mind, I guess. Um, the point of the take is that um, Herbert will succeed, or succeed, whatever it is, uh, Kirk Cousins. He will become Kirk Cousins. We will think of him as Kirk Cousins. If you look at the stats between the two of them, they have the same exact completion percentage to the decimal point. Um, oh, no. Kirk Cousins has... Gun him. Kirk Cousins has a couple more wins over 500 as compared. Uh, their QBR is almost exactly the same. About, um, and I just think he's, like, I think Kurt, if he wasn't on Washington when they stunk, and he, he, he turned it up a little bit being on Minnesota, but we always think of him as the same player, it's going to be the same thing with Herbert in seven years. Wasted away on the Chargers, maybe leave, go to a bum team, and just be, he'll just be Kurt Cousins. Daryl, I, I like this take a lot. Um, here's what, what the comparison you missed, and I put this in the chat earlier. The Chargers actually breed these guys. They start them from birth, and they follow them until they get onto their team, and it's just the same guy every time. We start with Dan Fouts back in the 80s and 90s, 
Uh, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback with a ton of passing yards, a ton of touchdowns, um, never sniffed any, any sort of championship. Then you go to Drew Brees, he got drafted there. Luckily, he got out, but he played really hard, had a really good start to his season. He sucked he there. Get... No, he was really good there. No, he had a couple really bad years there. He got hurt. I he got hurt, but but even before that, he, he but sucked. But he was a great – I mean, I'm pretty sure his rookie year, they were like, oh, he's the guy. Anyway, maybe he's they not dra- the I think they Phil- drafted a guy right after they drafted him, if I remember. Phillip Rivers was the best example of what Justin Herbert is in that franchise. Um, he's, if anything, it's Dan Fouts and Philip Rivers to a T. Justin Herbert is putting up the stats. He's getting, giving the eye test. Everybody thinks he's great. Philip Rivers is always in that top, you know, was always in that top five conversation whenever he was in the league. Um, you know, the only really top five that he's in is most kids ever. So Justin Herbert is, is in that kind of, uh, Qualification, but I think Kirk Cousins works as well. Um, he's, he's not winning anything. He's putting up great stats, but at the end of the day, he just can't pull it off. I think Kirk Cousins is actually more elite than than Justin Herbert because he makes the he playoffs. Yeah, no, he makes the playoffs. I think he has a couple of playoff wins, playoff. two playoff wins, maybe. Justin Herbert's made it once and blew a comeback. Granted, Justin Herbert has a bad bad defense all the time, but uh, I think it's a good comparison altogether. Yeah, when you say Kirk Cousins, I think loser. When you say Justin Herbert, I think loser. They're both loser quarterbacks on loser organizations. They will have the same career trajectory. Like Cam said, this guy will be talked about in the top five, uh, top five grouping for the rest of his career, but he'll never, ever win anything as long as he's in – LA. If he's smart, he asks for a trade now. Uh, obviously, Staley's probably not going to be st- uh, sticking around, um, so they he won't have that to fall back on anymore. I think he doesn't get that much better, and the team. Well, he's he's good, right? It's not that he needs to get better, but the team won't get better because they're the Chargers, and that's what they do. They suck. So uh, I totally agree with this. Talk. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've never really, I mean, I do kind of think of him as a loser, so I'm not going to lie. Like, this does kind of work out. Um, you know, maybe it turns around. I think it depends on who they get as their next head coach. They get a real good play coach from there. Maybe it runs differently, but, I mean, if you say with Brandon Staley, what else is there to do? I mean, there's no chance of winning. Yeah, they'll, I mean, he's gone. They're going to move it on. Um, all right, let's move into some talk about the games this weekend. Very interesting developments for everybody on this podcast. We'll start with the Patriots. All, both teams got a win, but the Patriots beat a quote-unquote legitimate uh, contender uh, this weekend. Sure. We don't almost beat them. Yeah. Um, so my takeaway from the game. Is it good that we won this game long-term? Probably not. But I'll tell you what. I had fun watching my football team this weekend, and I enjoyed it. And that's something that I haven't had that much in the past four years. Um, We've had some good games here and there that have been exciting. But a lot of them are low-scoring slogs that 
our defense just balls out and our offense does the bare minimum and we win the game. This was, I think, probably the biggest win post-Brady era for the Patriots. Backs against the wall, everybody thinking we're done, and we showed a little bit of fight. I've given Bill a lot of a lot of flack for the past three years and for and this season especially. This was an extremely well-coached game. The game plan was excellent. The decision to use Demario Douglas and Kendrick Bourne was excellent, like we've been saying from the jump that they should be doing. The fact they finally did it was is great. They've their defensive scheme was excellent per usual. They're getting output out of guys you wouldn't expect. Jack Jones is playing well. J.C. Jackson is playing really well. Anthony Jennings, who's taking over for uh, Judon, has been great, actually. If you watch him play, a lot of pressures. Um, It's not without its flaws. Don't get me wrong. There was obviously mistakes, but they played really well, and they coached really well. The offensive game plan was perfect, and this is what they should be doing. Um, The change on the offensive line, I think, was massive. I think that credit all goes to Dante Skarnecchia being around the team this week for his induction into the Hall of Fame. But... I just enjoyed the game. And at the end of the day, I don't want to root for losses. I think it's a loser move. I think you can risk becoming one of those teams that can't get out of losing when you root for losses. Teams like the Browns, teams like the Jets, these teams that have forever been terrible because once things start to go bad, they just wave the white flag and it creates a culture. And it's just, I think it's negative. I think it's a bad thing to have for your football team. So long-term, maybe not great. Short-term, I'd rather have some good wins this season and rather have fun watching my team than pick in the top three. Then again, and to add to that, we just selected a quarterback two years ago in the top 20. There's a good chance we screw it up again. Like, and we're in the same spot in three more years. None of these guys are guaranteed. I've talked about this a million times. You're never getting a guaranteed at that position uh, at the at the top of the draft. It's just not a guarantee. There's there's no way to tell. You know, you can think you got a good guy, but then you have to surround him correctly. The way they built the team the past few years, the way that they handled Mac, doesn't give me confidence that they will be able to develop a young quarterback anytime soon. So. I'm not upset about it. And it really didn't even end up mattering because of all the upsets this week. We're in the same exact position we were. Yes, we might have taken ourselves out of the running for that first spot or the second spot. But there's still a chance. I mean, if we suck it up for the next, you know, two months, there's still a chance we're in the we're at number three. So I really don't view it as a negative at all. I think it was good for the team. They were amped up. And to, to close my thoughts on it, I'm back in on Mac Jones. I'm not out on Mac Jones anymore. Listen, they gave him some time. They got some receivers that got open, and he made plays. He's done this before. He's been able to do this when they have a good game plan. When they and can... they have a good offensive line play. Yeah, exactly. Saying not saying the main week. problem is the offensive line on this team. It is the main. It is not Mac Jones. It is the offensive line in terms of personnel. The main problem is the offensive line. You give Mac a little bit of time. And, and guys that can maybe get open, Pop Douglas, by the hype, because he's real. They may have drafted a real wide receiver. He's not going to be a take the top off the defense, but he might be your your next uh, Julian Edelman, Wes Walker type. 
uh, just a guy that made plays with balls in the, with his <laughs> pause with the ball in his hand. Um, I'm back in. I think he can. I don't think he can win you a Super Bowl. I don't. I'm not worried about that right now. I'm worried about building the team back to a competitive standpoint. I think he can win you games. That last drive was ballsy. Big balls on Mac. Just made some excellent throws. Some of the best throws I've ever seen him make. And the team seems to love him. They were all on him at the end of the game. I thought they hated him. But it seems like everybody's rallying around him. Maybe this... That was big for me as well. Maybe this losing streak has brought the team closer together and it's going to make them play. Cam and I were talking about it earlier. I don't think the season's done. I think we could go on a little bit of a run here and potentially be in a spot to to get into the wild card. But they got to keep playing like this. And I think the this game, unfortunately, says more about the Bills than it does the Patriots, which we can touch on later. But Tucker, uh, your thoughts, your, your Bills lost this week. I'm sorry your Bills lost. Tucker was yeah, rooting for the Bills. I, I'll say, look, I'll say what I said. I was, you know, being my eternal optimist, I said this is good when the Bills have the turnover. It's, it was a head versus heart decision. And I was thinking with my eyes, I said, hey, in the long run, this is for the best. I'm trying to fucking find the bright side in anything that happens. I can feel it happening. Could not be happier than I was about. Because... I could not agree with you more, Trey, and this is what this team needed. This team needs to compete. You know, having those moments where they come back on the Bills is way more important than being the one versus, I mean, the five versus the six draft. I'm glad I'm glad is, you've changed your tune. I did. No, no, I've changed my tune. I've made amends for what I've said. Look, I will always look for the brighter side of things. It is a blessing and a curse. But at the end of the day, having a team that is actually competing, having it was fun. Playing confidently, it was fun it to was watch. Awesome to watch. I mean, I watched that Patriots game and had a blast. I wasn't just depressed. I, you know, they like, scored points. I'm even like switching back between red zone and the Patriots. I'm like, yeah, well, let's check what's on red zone just to like, you know, feel something. I didn't need it. I had the Patriots, and they were good. They were legitimately good, and it was awesome. Um, good for the Pats. Good for the future of the franchise. Bill Belichick signed the extension. I'm not sure if we're going to get that. Awesome for the team. The team's heading in the right direction. They, I mean, they got the best coach in football. Mac Jones is looking confident. I'm excited. Yeah, I think um... – I don't want to get too deep into the Belichick extension because I think we'll go for a long time. Um, my take on it is he was probably going into a contract year and they don't – and in the NFL, teams don't typically let coaches just go into a contract year. I don't think it means all that much. I do think it means Belichick is scared. I think he leaked it to the press to tell Kraft, hey, you still owe me money. So if you fire me, you're paying me. That's all I think it was. I don't think it was them like – definitely committing to him long-term. I think it was, well, he's going to a contract year or he was in a contract year last year. They said, well, Bill, you've earned it. You've won your sixth Super Bowl, So we'll give you another two years to try to figure this out or, or a year to try to figure this out. And then we'll just, we'll evaluate at the end of the year. So I don't think it's like a 10 year extension. I think it was at max a three year extension from a few years ago or a two year extension uh, after last season. 
I really don't think it's that big of a story. I think the main story is that Bill's fighting back against Kraft and, and all the media saying that he needs to go. I think he's releasing that to the media to say, yeah, I might need to go. You're going to pay me if I do. So just be aware because I'm staying. I'm not, I'm not retiring. I think that's all it was. Um, Dill, your thoughts on the football team? Um, I actually didn't really watch too much of this game, to be honest with you. I was busy. Um, so there's Stop, that. Man. I, I kind of had it on for a little bit. Um, you I missed a good one. Stuff. I know. Um, I, I got to watch the last drive that you were talking about. Um, Ballsy plays by Matt. So, but, th- but this is what's uh, interesting is that I still have a lot of the feelings that I had before the game. Because I didn't watch, didn't watch it. So it's uh, the the 180 that that Trey you especially um, have done here. You expected out of me. Um, I think Tucker, you haven't done a full one. You've done like 120. You're almost there. But no, it sounded like we were on the same. I've, we were on the same page the week before, like lose, lose, and, lose, and now we're like this was good. They sh- they should try to win these games. Trey, it feels so good that me and you are just on the same page. I know it's crazy. I don't know what to do. But I've been saying this every week that we talk about it. It 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 comes down to the offensive line. Like Mac Jones is decent enough, but he can't play well if he has to throw the ball within a half a second, not even. And receivers can't get open. Plays break down. You can't run the ball. So what are you going to do? I mean, we built a good defense. We've built uh, even the receiving core. I think if we had, if, if Jones had enough time with the ball, I think we have a good enough receiving core to no. be halfway decent. I, I, I think they could get, build some confidence. It's not like, like you're running. You have you don't have a, a ten out of ten wide receiver, but you have three. Six out of tens, mm. and I think they could make it be okay, but I just don't think they're not getting enough chances because they're not getting the ball as much. So I think they've pivoted. I think they've pivoted more to that deal. But when it was Juju and Devontae out there, those are not six out of ten receivers. Those are two out of ten receivers. Kendrick Bourne, yes, six out of ten. Uh, Whoa, I'm gonna say Kendrick Bourne is seven at least. No, he. I won't take okay. that. Yeah, I, okay, but he still makes a lot of mistakes. He runs the wrong route sometimes. Ran the wrong route in the second play of the game. Um, so, and he had that fumble. So, I, I mean, yeah, it's a difference of opinion. But I put him at a six. Pop Douglas, I'd probably put it at a, a five, just because he's so small. But he is fast, so I think they've made the shift to that. But Juju Smith-Schuster is actually useless, and Devontae Parker has always been a loser. Those guys shouldn't see the field for the rest of the rest of the season. Sorry to interrupt you, but I, I, I agree that I think the offensive line is the main problem, not the receivers. The receivers are a huge problem, but the main problem is the offensive line. The thing is, is you can only build that in the offseason, and I don't think we did any of that. We did not season. sign a single. We didn't do a single thing. Usual. We, we signed a backup 34-year-old that's injured. Yeah, so. Didn't draft anybody. If they, if they build up. The, the offensive line, then 
we might be a little bit better. And that goes for every team. It's like people analyze football as much as you want. It comes down to the offensive line. Like, you just got to watch the game and see if the guy can has time to throw the ball or not. And you're like, okay, this is going to be a good team or a bad team. That's, that's really uh, like do you think Do you think flash in the pan or do you think they, they can build on this? Um, I don't think they build on it because I don't believe in that baloney. But um, I think they are who they are. They'll win half as many games as they lose. Um, Cameron, outsider perspective. Yes, sir. Um, I, I think the Patriots have a, a bright future and I'll get into the giants as I, as I flow into it. Um, I think the Patriots are, are heading upwards. That was a huge win for you guys. If you win this week, I really do see you guys as a nine and eight team. And, and, uh, you know, if that makes the playoffs in the AFC this year, I don't know, but, um, you know, our conversation last week to this week, you would never would have thought it'd be this night and day. Nope. Um, we were totally against it. Obviously, rooting for losses. I, I think as a podcast, we can get over that. All right, that's not who we are. We're going to root for our teams through and through. Um, it felt good to win. It really did. Whether you're you're a Pats fan, a Giants fan, if you're a Texans fan or a Jets fan or a Bears fan, yeah, go ahead, root for the losses. You guys are a loser franchise. You've been doing it your whole career. Exactly, Cameron. Exactly. Not us. No, sorry. I'm going to be excited when we win. Against divisional opponents, I get ecstatic. 14-7 win for the Giants this week. Um, I'm ecstatic. And I'm going to go into our future here. Um, We we both, as teams, have a schedule coming up within the next seven games where we can both win five of them. I truly believe, and I am rooting for that. Um, I, I think that if we can get into a situation where we go into Thanksgiving weekend and we both have five wins, it's going to be an ecstatic podcast. It's going to be an ecstatic group text banter. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for the season now. Two-win Patriots, the two-win Giants, we're acting like we're on the verge of the playoffs on <laughs> That's what I like to. That's what I like to root for. Sorry, Caleb Williams, you can wait. Go to another team. I don't care. I want to win now, always. That is my take. That's where I'm going to lead. If we are two and fourteen and we're fighting for the, the first pick in the draft, if we win, I'm going to be happy. It's just how it is. Um, that's just the kind of fan I am. If we lose, I'm going to feel nothing, and I'm not going to be upset about it. And that's just kind of the way. If if I like, if I win, I'm going to be happy. If I lose, it's good thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. Yeah. I was going to say I'm in the best. I think I'm in the best spot mentally I ever have been as a Patriots fan because, like you guys say, like I want to win, and if we win, I'm going to be over the moon happy. Like I was happier with this win than I have been in any win since you know probably a suit the Super Bowl win. Like I was so fired up and. Um, if we lose, it's like, well, yeah, it sucks, but we're that step, we're one step closer, one step closer to getting a good pick, maybe making some changes in the organization and getting back on track. So I, I view this season as already pretty much done. Like there's, I don't think I still, even after this win, unless we win, if we win this week, it's on, 
like we're alive, it's really on. But most likely we're not going to. And if we lose, I see the season is lost. And, you know, but I still don't want to tank. I want to just try to win games and yep. build. Yep. So um, I think that needs to be mentality. Not there. I hope we lose today. It's just like, I hope no. we win, but if we lose, we lose. Like, it's it, there's nothing at stake. That's, that's where we're at as a podcast, I, I would hope. And um, I think I think right now um, – go ahead, Tucker, if you're going to say something. No, I was, I was going to continue going. No, on. no. Somebody talk. No. Well, so, I didn't have anything to add. But. Okay, yeah, I'll go into the, just the Giants real quick, so – we have a, a – a, I sent the schedule, and Trey, you said maybe four or five wins within the next six games. I, I mean, it's including the Patriots. That Patriots is the fifth win. It depends. That's going to be the game for us. Um, the, 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 the Giants have a different kind of uh, dilemma that they're in right now. We both have offensive line problems, both wide receiver problems. Defense has both been playing well for both of us. Injuries have hurt us both. We are pretty much the same team right now. Yeah. QB controversy. It is. It's. It's insane. Um, with the Giants, we have a guy that's getting paid forty million. Now. We need to know what he can do. I am all for starting Daniel Jones when he's healthy. Put him in the game. We are paying him to win games for us. He's going to go out there and give his heart and soul. This man has never had a had a negative thing to say about I, I thought you said things. he was checked out now that he got paid. No. no 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 listen I'm checked out on him. Ah that was my take. But we're gonna have to play him. So I gonna have to root for him. And the guy I can't take anything away from him that he's never said a bad thing about any of his teammates. He's always been that it was on me guy. Max similar. He, he has been positive so, through this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, he's good. They're going to have bad games. Our guy's just getting paid more to do it, unfortunately. Tyrod is a is a breath of fresh air for sure. He's not the guy either. No, no I'll never say that Tyrod's going to be our starter for the next three he's years. He's a guy. He's yeah, he's a guy. Um, I'm excited for the Giants. I want to win games so that we can just look towards the future and say, hey, we won a few games last year with that banged-up roster. We're young. Our defense has looked better than they ever have. Uh, I don't have much else to say. There's not much else that, that can uh, be said other than, you know, time will tell. I mean, it goes for both teams. We don't have the ownership issue or the, the GM issue, the coaching issue. We have more of a QB issue. We are the same team almost right now. Uh, we're, we won a divisional game. You just won a divisional game. I cannot wait until that Thanksgiving Sunday. I think we have maybe the same record. We're in the same situation. The and, mid bowl uh, is going to be electric. It's going to be the electric mid bowl you've ever seen. Sponsored, sponsored by Wasted Takes. Can we call the NFL? Can we get our name on the field? Um, so for the Giants, for me, this win actually didn't move the needle that much because I thought you guys were better than the Patriots. I had, I had maintained that. I did not come off that. Um, so you guys beat, obviously, a divisional opponent. Those games can go either way. But I don't view the Commanders as, like, you know, a, a, a good team. I view the Bills as a, as a better team than the Commanders, I would say. I'd say the, the discrepancy between the teams is much larger for the Patriots and Bills. <coughs> but I mean, We almost beat them. Yeah, but, I mean, they're, we'll get into them. But So I, my opinion hasn't changed that much on the 
on the Giants just because I think I was higher on them than you were. Um, I do see them as having a, you know, not a good record, but a better record than uh, they've shown going later into the season. I think they will start to figure it out. I And I agree. I think we're very similar. If if anything shakes out differently, it'll be that the Patriots are worse. I think that I think I know who the Giants are. I think most people can kind of figure out who the Giants are. I think they've been worse than they are. I don't think I don't know if the Patriots have been worse than they are. I'd like to say so because of this game, but it could have just been a divisional fluky win. We don't know yet. We're gonna have to find out. But my this did not move the needle for me on the Giants, and that's not like a shot. That's not a negative thing. It's just I think you guys are better than you've played, and. Um, I mean, it's a good win to have. Definitely a divisional win against an opponent with a better record. So um, that the needle just hasn't moved that much for me in the Giants. I think they are who they are, and that's who they are. Tuck? Um, yeah, I mean, hey, a win's a win, and for teams like us, it's good. You can't complain about wins no matter who they're against. You're but, also, you guys are big Giants fans this weekend, by the way. Oh, uh, who are they playing? Jets. Yeah, big Giants fans. Let's go G-Man. Uh, Dill? Yeah, I mean, oh, the Jets are a team that plays really good against really good teams and plays really bad against bad teams. Giants win this game in a in a rout. Um, Dill, thoughts on the Giants at all? Um, I, I, I think... Um, Jones, your Jones has proven himself more than our Jones. And I think, I think he just goes through spells. Last year, yes. I mean, they are the same team. Both quarterbacks are named Jones. Same team. No, same team. (laughs) I think, I think he just sometimes goes through spells of being no bueno. And sometimes he'll, like, he'll find his way back. Um, Getting Saquon back is obviously gigantic for you guys. So, you know, we're just middling teams is what it is. And and sometimes middling teams can go on a little bit of a run. It just depends on if the pass of the Giants can make it happen this year or not. I I tend to believe they probably won't, but you never know. So the middling team thing, I I just want to touch on that for a sec. The Patriots have had the same season for – since Brady's gone, it's slow start. This year it's been more drastic, but slow start, run in the middle to get yourself in playoff contention. People forget Mac Jones rookie year. They were the one seed for like two weeks. Uh, run in the middle and then taper off at the end. And that's what I think this is kind of going to be for the Patriots. I think it's going to be the same thing that we've seen, which is not good. Don't be wrong. And I still want sweeping organizational changes because of it. But at least it won't be bottom out one win season. So we'll have the so, the schedule softens up like crazy after this Dolphins game. So we'll see. Um, around the league, it's a, been a bit of a fraud week, a fraud exposition week. A um, lot of upsets, a lot of teams that we thought were better than they are, maybe getting humbled. Let's start with the Bills because we've been on them. I'm not putting them on fraud watch. I'm putting them on fraud. There's something wrong with the Bills, and I think it's the coaching. I don't necessarily – The defense isn't great. The defense is hurt, so I'll give them that. The defense is hurt up front, um, and that's why I – And the outback. They're out there. Number one safety. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. 
You got it. Um, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say the defense is hurt. Not a, yeah, more more so out back, and unfortunately for the Bills, I don't think the out back is coming back. Yeah, Tre'Davious White's done. Um, I don't know about the safety. I don't know if he's done. It's not Poyer. It's the other one. Hyde. Micah Hyde. Um, yeah. I think that – I don't know if he's coming back. I think he is. But they're, they're, they've are they lost some stuff up front. They've lost some linebackers, I believe, as well. Uh, Milano is out. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily the biggest issue. I mean, their defense is definitely not what it has been. But I feel like there's a coaching issue. I feel like there's a, something's going on with Diggs and Allen. I just, I just see them every week yelling at each other. And I know Diggs is an emotional player, but it seems like he's not super pumped about the situation. Um, I just, I think they're not that good. I think we were right. The window has closed. Uh, I know Downer was on Twitter being very uh, positive after the loss to the Patriots. But again, this game, this game, obviously a trap game for them. They probably overlooked it and just got caught off, caught off guard. Um, they let the Patriots get out to a lead, which I think the Patriots need to do from now on. They need to stop with the kick. If they have the choice to kick, they need to take the ball uh, just to try to put points on the board, get themselves a lead. Um, and then Josh throwing that first pick on that first play was bad, but I really think it's a McDermott problem. I'm, I would, I would say his, his seat's getting a little warmer. And like I said about kind of like the Jets, how I said that they're going to compete this year and next year with Rodgers was my take, that they're going to compete and then they're going to move on from the coach because they're going to say that's what's holding them back. I think the Bills are in a similar spot where it's like, okay, well, we've made it to the playoffs, but we've had these weird games and, you know, we don't play well against bad teams sometimes. That's a coaching thing if, if, you're, if you're doing that. It, it's not having your team ready to play. So I'm moving them past fraud watch into fraud category. Uh, Tucker, agree, disagree? Where, where, you, where do you put them? Do you think they're fine? Do you think there's uh, a problem? I agree. They are somewhat fraudulent. What, um, what do you I attribute it to? I don't think they're an elite team in the league right now. I don't put them in that top tier. I put them in the second. Like they're, They can win any week, but I don't think you can put them in the team with all the best teams in the league. I, I mean, in the same category as them. I just think that they're a middling team in the NFL. And I think they're going to have to deal with that for a little bit. Uh, I, th- I mean, I think, you know, injuries next season, and other things, I don't think the window's closed because with how big free agency is, I feel like there's a lot more movement in free agency than there used to be. I feel like any time there could be a huge change that could be altering to the, your team. I mean, you can come back the next season and be great again. But I don't think they're there right now. Well, as Cam always says, the AFC is stacked. So there's going to be competition every year for them. And I just haven't seen them prove that they can get past it. Cam, frauds, fraud watch, where do you have them? Yeah, I think we should go through uh, person by person here, just just go through our individual fraud watch. I, d- I don't put the bills there right now. Um, Not even on watch? Yeah, no, they're on watch for sure. But as you, as you said, um, I think the injuries are there. we got to see who comes back. The biggest factor in this that people don't talk about enough and don't give enough slack to, as our podcast does, is Josh Allen. Because he has continued to make Josh Allen plays 
for better or for worse, and there could not be a better definition for it. He is the best quarterback in the league, or he's the worst. And there's no in-between. Wow. Does not ever have a consistently okay game. It's either he's falling out or he's throwing the ball up into double coverage, and it's automatic pick. Um, <clears throat> so that that's just going to be a problem. And you can't win Super Bowls that way. He's not a Super Bowl quarterback. Um, so th- they're on watch as a team. He's on watch as a guy. He has been for a while. You just can't say that be- because because he's going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're going to make it. I think. Um, but yeah, my I, I mean, just going into the the fraud watch of the week, I guess you could say if we can get back into this segment. I'm going with Herbert. Uh, it's about time everybody stops stop blaming it on everybody else, which you can. You can still blame it on everybody else, but at a certain point, you got to just step up and win games. You cannot lose every single time. I know it was the Chiefs this week, but they didn't even cover. They didn't even come close. And uh, it comes a point where people got to start pointing the finger at the quarterback, and people didn't do it enough for Rivers. Dylan, you brought this up earlier. Uh, I'm putting I'm putting Justin Herbert on fraud watch. If they don't make the playoffs this year, Justin Herbert's a fraud. Um, all right, to go back to my kind of frauds that I've, I've identified, um, another one that actually uh, – no, they did lose. Um, same division. I think the Miami Dolphins are on fraud watch. I'm not going to call them frauds because obviously they put up 70 on you know the Broncos. They put up a ton of points. Their defense has let up a ton of points. Um, you look at their wins, they don't have a win against a real quality opponent. They've lost to the Eagles. They've lost to the Bills. Uh, now, I, I know I said the Bills are frauds, but, you know, they, like Tucker said, they can they can pull it together and probably beat any team as long as they're on. I just think the fact that they can't be on every game is fraudulent. Uh, I'm a, I have the Dolphins on watch. Um and I think part of that plays with the Patriots narrative. And I think there is a chance that the Patriots, the Patriots do have a chance in this game, not only because of how they played, but they are the, obviously the Dolphins are coming off the Eagles. They just got beat up to hell up front in that game, extremely physical game. And they're going to the Chiefs next week. So another trap game here for the Patriots, another opportunity. Um, I don't know. I just, I, something's fishy. No pun intended. They they just uh, <clears throat> they haven't shown that they can run with the big dogs. They can beat up on the shitty teams, but when are they gonna put together a good game against a good opponent? Um, that Chiefs game, I think, will will say a lot. If they lose that game, then that's three top teams that they've lost to. So they're on my fraud watch. The Lions, I know we confirmed them as good last week. They're also in a similar situation where they beat the Chiefs in Week One. I don't put a lot of stock into week one wins. I think I've said this about this them before. Don't put a ton of stock into those games. It's everyone's first time out. Um, but other than that, their wins have been against non-quality opponents. And they got their doors blown off this week against a really good Ravens team, who I'm taking off a of fraud watch. Um, so those those are the ones that stuck out to me. Uh, Dill, who do you have as your frauds moving Anybody move on your fraud radar recently, player or team? What's the Dolphins' record, by the way? Four and two? Four and five and five two. Five and two? Five and two. Yeah, I had them going 0 oh and 3 after going 3 and 0. Oh. Um, 
Now, I don't have a football fraud. I think you guys had them all. I mean, I think the Lions potentially. Um, but I, I'm going to say I'm going to go hockey fraud. Um, I'm going to Boston Bruins on fraud watch. Um, they are 5-0. and Haven't done so since, I don't remember, 86 years or something like that. And they're going to... Well, they're not going to win this game. They're up 1-0 to zero right now in the third. Could be 6-0 and oh, start the season. Um, out of their six games, four of them have been against teams from last year who were the worst three teams in the league. Um, one against the Sharks, who are currently 0-5-1. Uh, two against... Uh, Chicago, and the next game after today will be the Ducks again. They play the Ducks twice. So out of seven games, the first seven games, five of the games are against teams that were literally last, second last, and third to last. Um, and they haven't played very well. I mean, they've won the games. The defense looked okay. The goalies looked okay. The goalies looked really good. Um, not scoring a lot of goals. But getting the job done, I, I, I think they're the worst potentially 7-0 and team to ever play the sport. Um, and it could come back to bite them. I think they're – I'm putting them on fraud watch. I'm glad you got into that because I was going to cover that later. But uh, Tucker, fraud watch, football or hockey or baseball or if you want, ba- basketball stars. Hey, they just scored again. Uh, whoa. Andres. Potter scored again. again. Yep. Better than better than Bedard. Bedard sucks. Can't win a faceoff. Fraud um, Fraud watch. I had the Dolphins as my fraud watch team. Trey, you stole it from me. Um. Now let me think about my fraud watch. I need. You stole it from me. I'm and sorry. Yeah. Well, Cam said he wanted to do our lists of fraud. Fraudulent things, so my bad. Should have let it go. It's on me. Um, let's see. I mean, you don't I have mean, to find one. You can just. Do I'm them. not going to call it fraud watch. I'm just going to call them frauds. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They don't belong here. Their offense is not that good. Um, I think people need to stop believing in this team. I know people like them. They're good as underdogs, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. They're frauds. They're absolute frauds, and people need to start understanding that. Uh, I think this is the uh, Steelers Memorial Fraud Watch because they were the biggest Over frauds the ever the year we started the podcast. The year? 11 and 0. Yeah, the year they went 11 and 0. I was even calling them a fraud, and I, I'm a Steelers guy. I, I think Mike Tomlin, what he does by, you know what? This is why Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Because you know that they're frauds throughout, but he still manages to win the game. <laughs> I think that's the definition of a good coach. I think that's the definition of a good coach. Is, is if your team is so bad and everybody knows it, but you still somehow pull it off, that's a coaching thing. And that's something that if, if Mike Tomlin was the coach of the Chargers, he got two balls to take for it. Um, all right. 
Okay, I just willed this into existence. We just scored two goals in a minute. Winner, Dylan. Loser, Dylan. Not not frauds. Good team. All right, Fred, let's... Um, just ate the post on the goal. It was kind of funny. Let's build a parlay, shall we? Shall we? There is a line that I love that I'm not going to take because I know everyone will hate it, and it's Patriots plus nine and a half. I'm not going to do it. But that is a big line, and I, I feel like it's going to be a close one. I have Patriots uh, Patriots losing in a close game. Um, boy, not loving the board from what I'm seeing. Does anybody have a pick that they are, are confident in? I do, but, I, I mean, you guys have to approve it. Is it the Dolphins? It's Giants plus three. At home, I mean, they're both at home, I guess. So I have them at two and a half. Uh, Oh, that's even better. Oh, no. I'm off the bus. That's worse. Uh, come back to me. Come back to me. I won't, I won't do the Giants yet, but if, depending on what you guys take, I, I do like the Giants to cover this game at least. I think they're going to win. Andrew uh, Thomas is most likely coming back. We're, we're off a big win. We're playing the best we ever had. And the Jets are off even bigger. Over. I hate the board. Is is Tyrod Taylor? Um, it, it's uncertain. Uncertain. I actually hate this like board. It, is it bad though? I like it more with Tyrod Taylor. No, that's a normal reaction. <laughs> I I mean I I have a couple lines. Dylan, go ahead. Give us one. Just shoot it out. Um. Okay. Let me. Let me do a little counting. I don't here. think you know anybody what? No. has one. I'm done. This is what we're doing right now as we speak. I got now. Colts minus one and a half. Oh, I hate it, but all right. I see a minus one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and be the first one to do it. Vikings cover. I got to pick them. Vikings beat the Packers. The Packers are. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good pick. They're, they're on their way. Lord, I Never bet the Vikings, but let's do it. The Snakes just struck out the side. Oh, yeah, man. Snakes win but win this game, unfortunately. Snakes win the game. And I lied about the Phillies, too. I did it. I didn't mean to. All right, so we've got Vikings minus one. Tucker, do you have a pick? Um, already that I like, but I'm still scrolling down the board. Um, do you have one yet, or do you need me to go? No, I don't, I don't have one. I'm leaning Seahawks minus three. Does anybody have an opinion on that? I think the Browns. I don't know. I have. I have no idea because the Browns' defense is crazy. Um, I like Browns plus three. Is Deshaun like hurt, hurt, or did he just get concussed? Is he going to be back? Just such teams that don't deserve to be it. Oh my God! I hate uh, the board. I mean, I think the Ravens beat the Cardinals by eight and a half. I don't I know. I don't know. Rams plus six and a half. Rams. Ugh. We haven't done good on Rams. Eight is a huge number. Enough. The Lions Raiders, but eight is a big number. But the Rams. Is Jimmy still dead? Minus. I got one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thursday night football. Love it. Love it. It's the Buffalo Bills coming back. Eight and a yeah, half. I love it. Yes. Be yes. I love it. They're coming yep, back. I love it. The Buccaneers aren't that good. I love, 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 love them here. 
Eight and a half is a lot of points. All right, I got mine. I'm going to Eagles six and a half over the commies. Eagles are hot. Such a game that the commies just pulled up. That is now, a divisional game. Nine times. I get you the commies get back and get sacked nine times in that game. And their defense just plays unbelievable football. And it ends up being 20 to 12. I don't love it. You know what? I'll take the Jags. Jags minus two and a half. I, I wouldn't mind putting this on hold, on a final hold until until Saturday. Well, we have a Thursday. We have the Thursday. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. gonna go Jags. You need me to get off of Thursday night. I can no, no, game. no. I just hear me out. Hear me out. I think that this is a really good slate. I actually like a lot of the games. I hate the board. I love the board. I got Jags uh, two and a half. That's my final answer. Jags minus two and a half like against that. Pittsburgh. We just I said Pittsburgh I like sucks. That. I like that. Two and a half is good, a good score. Two and a half. Jags uh, minus two Jags and a half. Jags two and a half. I, I love the Vikings. I owe the Vikings a pick em. Are you kidding me? A yeah, that's the best game. That's the best bet on the a board. A pick em against the Packers. They have to win. It's a must win. Divisional uh, game, though. It doesn't matter. Not it, It's not prime time. It's a one o'clock game. Don't care if it's in Lambeau. Kirk is now the owner of the NFC North. Jags, Vikings, Colts, and Bills. I will let no I will let, I will let Dylan we can't oh, is Olave playing? Is he allowed to play? Um I doubt nah I think he'll probably probably play. Um all right, that's I got the, Texans minus three. You changing? Yeah, Texans minus three. Oh my god. Against whom? Panthers. It's uh, probably a safe bet. That's the Panthers' first win right there. All right, we're we're switching to the Texans. So Texans, I'm fine, I'm fine with whatever the boys say. Texans, Vikes, Cam, you sounded like you didn't want the Colts. I I did not say that. All right, I'm going back to Colts. <laughs> okay, okay. Colts, let's go. Final, right, back to Colts. final, final Colts. Colts, Vikes, Jags, Bills. Final answer. Throw the Texans in there. Five. Five games. No. <laughs> we have enough time, trouble trying to get four. I like that parlay. I like that. Um, all right. MLB playoffs. Not going to touch on this game. We've touched on it enough. But it looks like the Snakes are going to win. Uh, Fuck you. Tucker loser. Tucker loser. It. Fuck you. Not yet. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, Tuck, walk off home run possible. Possible. Now, Tuck, we were so at the possible. bar yesterday. Now it's seven, eight, nine up. If one guy gets on, guys, 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 have you ever heard that the two, the two score lead is the worst lead in, in sports? Playoffs? In sports, in general, two score in lead. In sports. Um. However, Tucker, I do want you to address you bailing on the Astros, betting on the Rangers. You did bail on the Rangers too, but uh, it turns out I never bet on the Astros. I thought I did. I couldn't find my bet anywhere. I bet on the Astros. I bet on the Rangers. I hedged out of my bet and put it all on the Phillies. So, like, my bet, I put $10 to win 110 Once they came back in the series and won it, it went up to, like, $25. I cashed out of that, put $50 in the Phillies to win the World Series. So. Um, 
I don't regret it for a second. I've seen a great uh, Twitter trend going around that says uh, somebody tweeted, you have to be sick to enjoy the downfall of the Astros and just memes of sick people. Um, so happy they're not in it. Very happy that the Rangers are. Creed Magic, we talked about that. Uh, I got nothing else to say. If the Snakes win this game, I've got the Rangers winning the series. Uh, if the Phillies win, I got Phillies. But it'll be a good series regardless. Uh, Dill, any any thoughts on the downfall of the Astros or the Rangers? I love to not see the Astros in the World Series. They got Great. smoked love, too in that game. Now, the Rangers and the Astros or the Astros, Rangers and the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks win this game. Um, were they both wild card teams? Were they like they were bottom seed teams in the playoffs? I have no idea. The Diamondbacks were for sure. I think the, yes. I don't know. Yes, the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers beat the uh, Blue, was the Blue Jays. Blue Jays, I think. Yeah, but I so they they might not love have it. been. I the, love it. MLB they might not doesn't have been. matter at all. <laughs> so th- this is great. I love this. This is what this is what I live for in terms of baseball. I hate seeing the same teams win over and over again. You um, guys, I uh, if you would have told if you would have told me last year that these two teams would be in the playoffs, I'd be or uh, yeah, even in the playoffs, I'd be like, yeah, probably not. Uh, the fact that they're well, both World Series spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, but they stunk last year. I hate I hate the fact that people are giving them shit for that. It's like, what are no, you supposed never. to do? That's why that's the Rams Super Bowl two years ago. That's awesome. They paid and they got awesome. results. And the Yankees can never do it. And the, the Snakes <laughs> just hit another single. That's it's over. Snakes win. Um, <clears throat> I was going to say earlier, I did watch a unfortunate video of the 03. Uh, 04 ALCS. Um, the 03 or the 04? Because it depends what unfortunate 04, means. 04, 04 okay. Yankees, Red Sox, ALCS. Well, they played the in 03 too. Back. Don't let the Red Sox win tonight. Yeah, oh, I yeah. did have a reminiscence of don't let the Patriots win this weekend. <laughs> um, Tucker? Uh, oh, I guess you, you covered it. but uh, All right. NBA uh, NBA starts. Just give me your your no. NBA champion, Celtics. Celtics win. The, War- this is the Warriors. Year. Warriors. Warriors. Tucker. Celts. Yeah, Celtics. Not the, not the Heat. Dylan. Give me the C's. I I don't care. Uh, Damian Lillard's not confirmed to be on the uh, Heat. Huh, Cam? He's on the Bucks. They that was like a big Confirm deal. Not. I know, yep. but it was like Cam was like giving me guarantees. I feel like earlier when like he said he wanted to go to Miami. Cam, whatever happened to the Chris Paul take? Isn't uh, What did I say about him? He's gonna retire or something, right? It says something. Oh, his about wife's him. gonna leave him. Somebody's wife leaving somebody or something. Going to somebody. Oh, so so yeah. That was that take was still possible. I said wherever Chris Paul goes, this is funny. Wherever Chris Paul goes, if he doesn't win a, a championship this year, his wife's going to leave him. He yeah, initially was going to the Wizards, I believe. Oh, that's not good. And now he got traded to the Warriors, so that's oh. why I'm saying Warriors. And now I'm betting live on the Warriors win now. They have a free line. There is hey. Was that it? Was that English? Uh, DraftKings Whoa. has a uh, live bet. Sorry, I can bet that right now. <laughs> he saw the bet and it stunned him. Yeah. <laughs> Stun lock. Do it for the do it for the wife and kids. All right, um, list guys. 
we have options. Eminem songs, comedians, songs of the 2000s. We did music last week. I think we should do comedians. I like comedians. Comedians draft? Sure. Um, let me take a look at the list. So it would be Cam, Dylan. Tucker and I are tied. Tucker, I let you go first last week, so I'll go first this week. Deal? Deal. All right. Cam, you're up. Comedians. Yeah, comedians. I'm going to have one that you guys aren't going to have, so you guys get your whole board. I'm going Burt Kreischer. Good one. Burt was 100% on my board. Okay, perfect. Burt is yeah. my number one. I, as you guys know, maybe why. Went to FSU. The Machine. If you haven't heard the Machine story, listen to the Machine story. I listen to his podcast. Didn't they make the it into a movie? Yeah, they already did. Yeah, yeah, they already did, and he is unbelievable. The uh, the most unbelievable man. He said, "I will make sure that I am always in perfect enough health until I die that I can drink every day." That is that is his go to. Um, he's the man. Everyone loves Burt Kreischer. He's never made me cry laughing other than any other comedian. Burt Kreischer, number one. Dell. Um. Oof, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take a weird one. I'm going, uh, Jim Gap again. Number one. Huh. He's funny. Uh, I'm taking one that I know Tucker is going to be angry about. Um, this might be a reach, but he's my favorite comedian of all time. It's Bo Burnham. Um, I love Bo Burnham. I think he's hysterical. The musical aspect of it, I think is funny. Uh, his older stuff is awesome. Uh, hit me at the right time. I, I think he's super smart too. Uh, he ties in. He ties in a lot of interesting, uh, interesting stuff into his comedy, especially you know how he views himself as a comedian and uh, how he you know doesn't want to care what people think, but he does desperately. And I don't know. I just find his his comedy very funny and makes you think. And the music aspect of it is, is a bonus. So I'm going Bo, number one. Uh, it's a good pick, Trey. My number one is going to be Robin Williams. Oh, wow. What a pick. Commit. That's such a good pick. pick. Not a good I, I was Oh, he's excellent. No Not if a good you, stand-up comedian. Oh, he is. He's funny. Because he's fucking hilarious. No, that's it's a, not. It's weird. No, that's Don't a good like pick, Tuck. Don't let him tell you that. Dylan doesn't. Yeah, Dylan I, I, hates I'm not, everything. I'm not letting him tell me shit. Um, I know my pick was good. Thank you, Trey, for acknowledging it. I'm happy with it. Um, I did not see that one coming. Great all timer. R.I.P. The best to ever do it. Number two, going back to back to greats, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. All time great. Surprise, he slipped to okay. me. He was he was a safety pick in case it, this happened. But I didn't think that he'd fall this far. I like the TV show. Uh, his most recent stand-ups, everybody was like going crazy about it. I thought they were okay. I think he's fallen off a little, but I think that's kind of natural with the way the world is now. He can't be as brash. Yeah, he, as he used to be is. funny. It's just so kind of how stuff. it goes. Uh, all right, I'm staying in Boston. Bo's a Boston guy. I'm staying in Boston. I'm going Bill Burr. Um, I think okay, Bill, Bo- Bill Burr's – you don't agree, Dylan. Now, funny story about Bill Burr. Um, the Cam and Trey remember this. The night I watched uh, Dark Knight for the first time, 
Um, you guys remember that night? I don't think you do. Uh, Cam's house. <laughs> you, I don't know if you made it through the whole one, but, but uh, I, I do remember Cam. Your mom went to a Bill Burr concert that night. They they were coming back from a Boston charity event held by uh, none other than uh, I cannot remember. Was it Andrew I, Dice I Clay? Was, Didn't they? Weren't they in the no, play? No, it was uh, Glenn. Glenn. No, I can't remember, but I'll I'll get back to you. Yes, Dylan, you're right. That's an amazing memory. Never would have ever. Yep, remember that. Yeah, Bill Burr. Uh, I've always enjoyed watching his stuff. Um, and the fact he's from Boston is a bonus. So I'm going Bill Burr, number two. Yeah. Um, I'm up, right? Yeah. No, uh, me. No. Number two. Number two oh. for me. I'm going. Uh, George Carlin, number two. Yeah. Thought, I thought about it. I haven't watched enough Ooh. of his stuff. Just didn't care. Cam? I'm just yelling the entire time. Yeah, I'm stoked to get this guy. This is um this is actually the funniest the funniest comedian that, that I have ever listened to. Uh Louis C. K. Uh, uh cancelled. Cancelled. He was my next pick. That's, that's exactly why. Because comedians are, their literally job description is just not get canceled because they're comedians. They're allowed to do it. If you get canceled as a comedian, you must be so funny. No. Do you know why he got canceled? I, of course I know why. Okay. He came out with a special afterwards. Not very funny. The, the oh reason he got God. canceled not is not funny. super funny why he got canceled. <laughs> no, you're wrong. The super funny reason. No, it's not funny. It is pretty they were, they were not underage. No one was underage involved. It was a normal group of girls that were not underage, and they gave consent. And then afterwards, they felt uncomfortable and ratted them out. And now he's still successful. So do not give him. Didn't he like anything. jerk off when girls? Yep. He, he just whipped it out and started jerking. Asked, not really. He asked, for, he asked for permission because that's his his thing. He gave a, a, an entire comedy speech about listen, this is why I did it. And he said, so here's my thing. Um, I like to do this. And I asked for permission. And they said, okay, next time, guys, just for future reference, if, they had any, if you ever ask anybody to do this and do it in front of them and they say, okay, just don't do it because they will tell on you. Anyway, um, he's hilarious. And he got canceled and he's totally fine now. And they were. He literally up, took up. like a two, three year hiatus and then just came back. Yep. He moved to <laughs> Europe. He met a beautiful wife in France. Disavow. He came out with a new special and it's hilarious. Disavow. And he's still hilarious. And you can't get canceled for doing something that's legal, just uncomfortable. That's Whatever. his side of the story. Disavow. Yeah, Whatever. I'm going to disavow. Also. Disavow. Boo. Uh, Lucy K is number two easily. Daniel Tosh, number three. Oh, wow. Tosh point He was on my list. Tosh.0 is the reason he sets it over the edge. But did you guys ever listen to his numbers? He used to have his, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, his shows, like his, yeah, his like his, comedy his, was just like yes. numbers. He used yeah. to put it out as numbers. And each one just, the, the one that reaches out to me is the one, did you guys ever hear about the, the guy that uh, jumped over the fence at like a Six Flags or something to go get his hat yeah. from a roller coaster? And he kicked, yeah, that kicked off. He goes, the, and Tosh goes, he kicked his head like Janikowski or something. It's, it's at least it's a, it's a good story about the Raiders for once. And, uh, anyway, 
Daniel Tosh is hilarious from Florida. Good guy. Maybe not. I don't know. That's my number three. He fell off. What happened? I love that you like Daniel Tosh. Good guy. I don't know. Louis C.K. Great guy. Very funny. (laughs) C.K. did some bad stuff and he admits it, but he he came back out there and, and got back into the profession. I mean, like you make a mistake, no big deal. But if you didn't break the law, then he may have broken the law. We don't know that. Allegedly Uh broke the law. That's assault, brother. Uh, Dill. Um, number three, I'll go. I'll go Kevin Hart. Number three, it's good enough. Good number three pick, middle of the pack. Um, his like debut specials. The first, his first one was was good. His next few were good. I remember being like middle school, early high school. Um, started getting into movies. They were okay, but his stand-ups is his best. Um, small guy, but he's funny. Number three, I am going with an old one that you guys might not know. Um, you might know the name, but Don Rickles. Um, yeah, very okay. old. Uh, was an insult comedian in like the seventies, sixties, and seventies and eighties. Uh, I ran across him on TikTok few months ago and i watched some of his stuff and it's hysterical it is not appropriate nowadays he would not have a career now but it is very very funny i highly recommend you look him up uh died in 2017 but um used to do like the roasts that they used to do back in the day and would just let everyone have it and mostly was racial comedy but it was funny uh rickles is my number three uh, my number three, I'm not sure if you guys know him, Anthony Jeselnik. I know Jeselnik. Yeah. Yep. Funny. Very funny. Uh, very Sorry, that was my four, Tucker. That was my four. Very Sarcastic. offensive. Funny as hell, though. Um, the Jeselnik Offensive was a top-tier show. Before, I mean, it was one of those shows that was like, yeah, it's bound to get canceled eventually. You just were waiting to find out when. Because it was just absolute. I mean, he had a whole segment where, like, it was like there's some set, there's some things that you don't touch on in comedy. Decade entire segment to it, like he was like, this week it's cancer, and he went into a cancer ward and just made cancer jokes for fucking twenty minutes. Like, it was he is top tier comedy. Uh, yeah, and then number four, recent guy. Uh, New guy to the scene. I love him. Is this the TikTok guy? Recently. Shane Gillis. Oh, Shane Gillis. I love Shane Gillis. I think he's fucking hilarious. Love Shane Gillis. Um, oh, yeah. He's my number four. All right. Back to me. What? Who was it? I just had it. I lost it. Um, shit. I'm going to go Cat Williams, my number four. Um, Oldie, I, I remember watching some of his stuff when I was younger. He had a little bit where he came out to Hustlin' by Rick Ross and just played it over and over and over. Very funny. Um, there's a video. I don't know if it was in a sketch show or what it was, but he's, he has a woman come in and uh, visit him in prison and ha- very clearly has a white baby, and he goes on a rant about that. Um, just a classic one that I grew up watching. I haven't watched any of this stuff in a long time, but I remember it being very funny. So, Cat Williams. 
Um, I'm going to go with uh, Fluffy as my number four. He's dead too, isn't uh, he? Not dead. Oh. Very, very much alive. He's sure. still alive. Um, he was alive two weeks ago. As long as I, I knew. Ralphie May died. He was the Ralphie guy. May, that's who I'm thinking of. Uh, he was funny too. Yeah. Gabriel um, Iglesias is like 30 something years old, Trey. No, he's not. He's like in his 50s. He's also fat, so. No, he is gigantic. Gabriel um, Iglesias is 47 years old. 30s. Yeah, so Fluffy, just good, good comedian, just funny guy, a uh, nice guy, you know, just like having fun up on stage. Uh, some of his uh, older stuff again. It's a lot of the older stuff is better for most of these guys. I think comedy now is kind of getting a little, at least in the past five years, was getting a little meh, but it's gotten better since I think. But um, yeah, I think that's a solid number four pick. Cameron, cool. All right. I got my number four and five easy. Uh, number four, I'm going Tom Segura. Yeah, if you don't know, he's going to be my number five. Yeah, if you don't know Tom Segura, Burr uh, Crusher's partner on uh, Two Bears, One Cape. If you haven't listened to that podcast, I have cried my eyes out and laughter in some of those in some of those videos. Uh, the Snakes just made the World Series, by the way, if you guys didn't just see that. Loser so, Tucker. Oh, great. Big Woo! Great for baseball. To the World Series, Arizona versus Texas. Great. Baseball awesome. continues to die. Good for the Southern. People Southwest. forget they have a pool in there at their field. People forget that the snakes are, uh, in fact, enemies. Um, anyway, Tom Segura, hilarious. He's a very casual guy, and he just makes jokes that uh, that uh, make you cry. Um, number five is going to be. I just had him. Um, I just had it. Oh, no. Yeah, that happened to me, Cam. No, I just had it ready to go. Um, oh, John Mulaney. John yeah. Mulaney is great. Right. I, I, you may not know him. He has an, an interesting... Uh, He's all right. He talked about Smitty on a podcast once. That's insane. He has an interesting delivery. Did he? Yeah. Um, he has what a very sign. He has a very Seinfeld like delivery. It's very like, what's the deal with airline food? Kind of delivery where it's like questioning everything. Um, but he is hilarious. He's relatable, and he also has the show Big Mouth, which I love. He was talking about um, funny names in politics, and he. Talked about Smitty Pignatelli being a funny name. I'm sure I can Smitty find Wormy, it somewhere. Yanker Mangenta. Uh, Dill, back to you. Um, my number five, I'm going to go Brian Regan. Never heard of him. Do you remember him? Uh, I do know him. He's funny. funny. Very funny. Some of that was a stuff. great pick, Dill. Very that funny. Was a great pick. That was going to be my other pick. Um, yeah, so it's listen to some of his older stuff. It's just like everyday, like clean comedy. Like he doesn't really swear. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just funny. listen to him and cat. Oh, we did. We did. I, yeah. I remember when, when Cote used to bring that out. I had listened to some of the stuff before that, but 
I, yeah, I got big into him around that time. Cam, Dice didn't make your list? Who? Dice. Andrew Dice Clay. Aren't your parents huge fans? No, I have no idea who that is. Oh, I could have sworn one time your parents had him on TV or something. Maybe I dreamt that. Um, you just dream about my parents. Maybe. <laughs> um, my number five is not a good pick, but I have to put him on here because it's the first comedian I ever got, really got into. Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham, <laughs> the puppets, they got me when I was a kid. First comedian I watched. Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. Peanut. Jose Jalapeno on a stick. Um, have not watched any of his stuff in probably 10 years. But that first Ahmed bit, when he first brought him out, we were like in fifth or sixth grade. And I kill you. Um, I watched that maybe 30 times. Uh, I thought I found it very funny. I don't think he's a good comedian. (laughs) But hit me at the right time. Got to put him on the list out of respect to the OG. So Jeff Dunham. Jeff Fafa Dunham. Uh, respect. I should have. Yeah, he's the guy that definitely was like the first. Com- it was like when I first got into comedy. This guy's awesome. He's so funny, and uh, he's just not. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it, it was like his target audience was like sixth graders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my number five is Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I'll about take him, him here. No, Good Chris kick. Rock talk. What? No Chris Rock. Yeah, I'm, I'm Eddie Murphy over Chris Rock, honestly. I think his stand-up was just funnier. The Eddie Murphy stand-up when he wore, like, the orange jumpsuit suit thing. It's like 1980 or 85 or something. Absolute classic. Yeah, Eddie Murphy was just great at his speech. Donkey. Um, all right. That's our show. Episode 197, three to go to 200. Don't have anything planned yet. Uh, if, if you are a listener and you want to hear something, you want us to resurrect an old bit, celebrate a, a moment from Ways It Takes, tweet at us, let us know. I'll tell um, you what, guys, I have been recruiting. Um, I don't know about you. We have, we've been lacking on recruiting. Um, I've been telling all my friends at work about this show. They love it. They think it's, they think it's intriguing. They don't listen, but they love it. No, they've listened a little bit. We've had a little bit more engagement on the polls. Um, ten there votes here and there. Yeah, we had ten votes last week. I've had a couple of people vote on them. I had a couple of people vote this week. I didn't win, so you know I'm not rigging it. Um, so I'm recruiting on mine. They love I'm Dylan. Just say, if you guys want to just uh, tell a couple friends. I mean, I tell people and they go, oh, that's cool. And then they never listen. Um, but that's our show. Thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next week. So long.